Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Headphones On podcast, episode 25. I'm Dina. I'm Millie. In the soundtrack of our lives, Janet Jackson and Michael Jackson play a meaningful role. Today, we will discuss our favorite songs and what their music means to us. We have a corresponding playlist to this episode, and you can find it on our Instagram highlights and stories at headphoneson underscore, our TikTok at headphoneson underscore, and our Twitter at underscore headphones underscore on. There you'll also find links to previous episodes and playlists. Feel free to hit the follow and all the above to stay in touch with us. Let's get into it. So Dina, today you're going to cover Michael Jackson and I'm going to cover Janet. They've obviously made a tremendous impact on music. What is it about the Jacksons you think that makes people gravitate to their music? That's a, that's a really tough question because I feel like it's they started off as the, the Jackson five mm-hmm. and Janet wasn't even a part of it, but Michael was the youngest and they were kind of the youngest two of the Jackson crew. And I feel like it's, they were the original, well, they were the original, but I, I just feel like, you know what, as uh, the world, we've watched them, Janet and Michael grow up mm-hmm. and, um, they're obviously very talented vocally and they're hard, you know, they're, they're just great artists and we've seen them grow up and their music's gotten better and better. And I feel honestly that in the eighties, we've seen kind of a resurgence of um, what was happening in the fifties and sixties with like the Beatles and Elvis and that fan obsession and the frenzy around artists. And you saw that a lot with Michael people would pass out at his concerts. So I think that that was kind of another interesting kind of happening that took place in the eighties. That was very similar to like, you know, the UK invasion and stuff. So I just think it was a mix of the talent and they're obviously both beautiful people. Janet still is, but just talent, I think talent and hard work and they were everywhere too. (laughs) Yeah. From, definitely it's the talent. I mean, they're both clearly gifted, mm-hmm. but nothing was handed to them. Like they earned it. They mm-hmm. worked their entire lives practicing every day. I mean, they were just kids. Mm-hmm. Janet was a baby. Like mm-hmm. when she was, she was the youngest, she was a little girl. And just going back and seeing footage of her on stage with the Jackson fives is so adorable. And, and Michael, I think he had, he, there was so much put on his shoulders as a mm-hmm. child it's clear like they had they both had to grow up very quickly like so my favorite michael jackson song is ain't no sunshine from 1972 because you hear this song and he's clearly a boy but conveys Mm -hmm. the emotions of a man there's just so much maturity it's it's almost frightening i mean he's 14 going on 40 and his version obviously is the best i just don't think they were able to get away with being anything but exceptional like, you know, no, like mediocrity no. was clearly not an option. And if I were to use one word to describe them and their music, it would definitely be exceptional, you know? Yeah, I think that that's the thing. It's funny that you mentioned that song and his age because I tried to stay away from all of the records when he was younger because I felt like he didn't get a fair childhood. Yeah. And I like of course rock and robin was my favorite song because i was you know a kid and he was a kid when he sang it and it's really really cute but um there's something about that family obviously there's been a plenty of vh1 behind the musics about them and plenty of speculation and articles and books written but you can't come out of that family and that introduction into the public stage unscathed like there's no way you know yeah Totally, Um, and I just, I just kind of feel, feel bad. And no matter, you know, what the accusations are, we're just focusing on the music of Michael or I am today, and you're focusing on Janet. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So I totally agree with you. What's your earliest music memory of Michael Jackson? And of course, I'll answer for Janet. Yeah. What do you? Um, What's the earliest memory for you hearing him? Um. Uh. I have to say. I think it's just. Because again, you couldn't escape Michael. He was everywhere. He was in commercials. Um, like I think maybe the Thriller music video that I've seen because it came out the year I was born. But um, 
I saw it later and I probably shouldn't have, but because like, <laughs> I was still very young when I saw it. But I think, I think just like the thriller music video and then um, what was the music video? Was it rock with you where he's like, he's in a really, it's a seventies, late seventies. I think it's off the thriller album, but he's in a really cute black suit with like a white shirt and a bow tie. And he's oh, like dancing um... on. Rock that's probably him. that's probably my favorite album of his yeah. was it um because he's the wall? Maybe, it was maybe it was off the well, actually let me look it up but he was um there's thriller was singing, i think off the wall was definitely first and i i love that album oh, it was what a good it was album. rock with it was well they're both on there but and he's like stepping on like lit dance floor like yeah i loved it i love so that cute. he's so cute <laughs> i loved him what about you my earliest memory for sure was the pleasure principle video which we talked about on the mu music video episode yeah. i was eight and i just immediately fell in love with janet and also the janet album and dance class because it changed everything. I was 15 and I remember I bought the, the cassette twice because I broke the first one from re rewinding the same song over and over. Like the rhythm, the rhythm got stuck in the cassette player. And I bought the CD too. Like my friends and I would watch dance, like, for, like watch her videos and just learn how to try to recreate the moves like in dance yeah. class yeah. well not all the moves because like it was the if video and you had to touch a boy's private part like and mm -hmm. actually I sound the way I like I probably sound like I'm 15 right now when I said that but <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, th I'm, I think I'm really gonna love this episode because I think it's kind of like it really is a soundtrack of our lives because we grew mm -hmm. up with them yeah so it's like did. they've been around for as long as we we've been alive right yeah so like like you've grown like we've grown up with both michael and janet and i mean obviously J like michael's past and janet's still performing but yeah. this is going to bring like so much nostalgia for us like as memories like from us as kids and teens and yeah. our 20s yeah. this is gonna be good this is good we hope you like this as much as we do i think so okay so let's get into our picks millie what's up first Okay, so my first pick is Got Till It's Gone from Off the Velvet Rope, 1997. The Velvet Rope is Janet's sixth studio album produced by Janet and, of course, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, longtime, her longtime producers. It's generally a pop album with elements of trip-hop, folk, electronic dance. It's definitely my favorite Janet Jackson album. And if I were to recommend just one album, it would definitely be The Velvet Rope because it's complex, it's avant-garde, it's really dark, it's a gritty album. In many ways, it's it's a really big departure from her previous work. Like there's elements of pop and dance, but it's so much more than that. It's her most personal album and it's pretty mm -hmm. heavy. Like she talks about childhood trauma, body dysmorphia, domestic violence, self-harm. Like she went through an emotional breakdown after the release of the Janet album. And basically it was her reflecting on her adolescence, which inspired most of the writing for the songs. And so there was things buried in her past that came out when she was developing the album. And while I was researching the album in an interview, she said that it was, she was persistently haunted by a memory of a school teacher intensely scolding her, like mm -hmm. causing like her classmates to, to laugh at her and I was like you know she said oh god it sounds so stupid but being a kid you're just so frightened and so she never talked about it right. but that memory stayed with her throughout through all the years and she always felt like she wasn't deserving not good enough and I relate to that because something similar happened to me mm -hmm. like tiny incidents like that can really impact us for life I was in third grade and my I had a math teacher that yelled at me at the top of her lungs. <laughs> well, she would yell at a lot of kids, but it was a habit that she would do because if, if a kid failed on a quiz, let's say um, I got every answer in a math quiz wrong and she went off. Like, you know, like not only that, like she made me take the test and, and take it next door to the teacher next door and show her. So it was like oh, the no. most humiliating experience. And like, yeah, my relationship with math at that point was over. It was done. You know, this math block. And I was thinking right. like, okay, had I had a different teacher, maybe things would have been different. Mm -hmm. And I just was able, wasn't able to do math and it really paralyzed me. I mean, luckily I excelled in other subjects, but you know, right. when 
Janet talked about that and how little specific memories kind of shaped her. It was a way for her to handle, you know, her pain. And she doesn't hold back. The And I mean, the, the songs are really raw and honest. And I love this album because it really challenges me. It's it's unique and it makes me question how I take in music. Mm-hmm. And that's it's gone. It's, it really is a work of art, in my opinion. It features vocals from Q-Tip, Joni Mitchell. It was written by Jack Jackson and Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis and her husband at the time, Renee Elizondo Jr., Q-Tip and Joni Mitchell. And it contains a sample from Mitchell's song, Big Yellow Taxi. Mm-hmm. It's beautifully written. Her voice is just incredible in this. Now, like Janet doesn't have a Mariah or a Whitney vocal range, but she can sing. And the video is phenomenal. Like for, for people that are fans of photography, yeah. this is a dream because every still shot is perfect. Yeah. I just love, love, love this song. What about you? So my first pick is History, Past, Present, and Future, book one from 1995. Um, this is actually a compilation. I feel like this is a compilation record. It's his ninth studio album. Um and unfortunately, with Michael's life, and again, I'm sure Janet's life, because they were so young when they started out in this in this field, and there were no like child protection laws like from oh. the industry back in the day, you know. And I feel like it was abuse, kind of, via his family, the industry, you know, whatever. And um, I found a quote that says. Similarly to Thriller and Bad, History contains lyrics that deal with paranoia. Several of the films of the album's 15 new songs pertain to the child sexual abuse allegations made against him in 1993 and Jackson's perceived mistreatment by the media, mainly the tabloids. Because of this, the album has been described as being Jackson's most personal. Two of the album's new tracks are covers, um, and the genres are spanning R&B, pop, hip-hop, hard rock, and funk rock and ballads and again lyrics pertain to isolation greed environmental concerns injustice and it's just a lot you know what i mean it's just a lot and when when i was younger growing up with this you just you don't understand what to make of the news and you hear all this stuff and i just i still like we still don't really know like i'm not saying that anybody's right or wrong because i don't want to pass judgment like that but Mm-hmm. I can't imagine what it would have been like. Like, that's intense. Yeah. Um, but my favorite tracks on the record are Black or White, Thriller, Remember the Time, Scream, They Don't Care About Us, Stranger in Moscow, which this song just, it kills me. It's so beautiful. I love this song. It is, it just gives me chills every time I hear it. It's like the first time. And I think that's the magic of Jackson. Um he kind of he could envision the whole thing he just wasn't a person that was singing or could dance he was the total artist package you know and same thing with earth song like earth song is just just oh i and that's when you know it's a true talent like when years later you listen to music and it still breaks you down i just it gives me chills every single time i cannot stop listening to these songs oh Oh. Yeah. And Scream was what he did with Janet. And that was an amazing video. That's that an incredible was video. Such a great video. And it was a great message. And it was the outfits and this because in the like mid 90s to like late 90s into Y2K, we had kind of like the interest in space. You know, we're going into new like century. And yeah. it was just so freaking cool. It was awesome. It was in black and white. And I loved it. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. What's next for you? All right. So my next pick is If off the Janet album, 1993. Mm -hmm. So this album had hits upon hits. It was like the never ending hit singles album. Mm -hmm. Like I'll mention a few of the tracks in the honorable mentions. The Janet album was a big part of my youth. It's you have like these unforgettable memories of, of certain albums that take you back when you were a teen and you're young and in the prime of your youth. Mm-hmm. And if is definitely my favorite song off the album, it's such an incredible dance track. If I were to describe the entire album in a word is sexy. Her choreographer at the time was Tina Landon, who's mm-hmm. a legend. And 
Janet always picks insane choreographers to work with, like from Paul Abdul, Tina, Barry Lather, Anthony Thomas, Ty Siorio, Gil Dulaleo. He's sick. This man is sick. He's so good. And the dance community has so much respect for her. Like she really treats her dancers with respect. And my friends and I were obsessed with this album. It was on constant repeat. I remember the fashion, the early 90s, and the chokers were huge. <laughs> the bell-bottom jeans like, had come back into the scene. Like thin eyebrows, which luckily I recovered from. And I remember how obsessed we were with the video for it. And the director was Dominic Senna, who also directed The Pleasure Principle. And people were shocked because it was too racy, which really, like after all the videos we've seen, it was one of those videos that got played at night. And I'm like, okay. But I mean, if if we only knew what would come next in terms of the video world, yeah. but it was so ahead of its time in terms of technology. Mm-hmm. And Janet looks stunning. Her dancers look stunning. The moves are incredible. You really can't take your eyes off of any of them. And the lyrics are dirty. Like she, you know, yeah. I mean, she's clear in her intentions, but it's not vulgar. Like she's right. talking about going down and kind it's of alluding. saying it's alluding. Like you know, I, I I come when you think when I think of you. <laughs> it's kind of she says it without saying it. Yeah, but it's it's a it's a good solid dance track. You know, oh, yeah. so good, so good. What about you? Uh, my next pick is Bad from 1987. This is yeah. Jackson's seventh studio album. Um, Around this time, Michael Jackson wanted to show that he was more than just like the visual and vocal talent. He wanted to also incorporate his whole talent, writing, producing, and not wanting it all to be credited to Quincy Jones, who is incredible in his own right. Um, This was a tumultuous time in Jackson's life, and that spilled over into the production of this album. Regarding the timeline of it, it was like delayed twice. Um, how he wanted it to sound. Him and Jones were butting heads a lot on this record. And Michael and Quincy clashed over the track list of the album. And they were kind of like smooth criminal being a problem child for Quincy. He just didn't even think that it should be a contender as a lead single single or title track. Um, He didn't even think it was strong enough to make the final track listing. Whereas Michael was like, this is one of his favorite songs. And He's like, this is just going to be great. So a lot of those creative differences and also um, the personal issues surrounding Jackson's life were just kind of like noise in the background. Yeah. Um, I'll post an article, a really, really good thorough article about this uh, record onto our social media feeds. Um, My favorite songs are Bad, The Way You Make Me Feel, Librarian Girl, Again, Man in the Mirror, <laughs> Dirty Diana, and Smooth Criminal. Um, Dirty Diana is a great song. Smooth Criminal is just, I'm glad Michael fight, fought for that one because it's a really great, great song. Oh. And I think I think my husband wanted me to mention that I'd never seen Michael's movie. Do you remember the movie? I forgot what it was called even. I don't think I've seen it. Michael Jackson movie, um, Moonwalker. That's what it was. I've oh, never seen Moonwalker. Uh, no, I've never seen it either. And he's like, how, how, how can you not have seen it? <laughs> and I'm like, very easily. I didn't like <laughs> <laughs> quite simply never saw it. Like that's how. Oh gosh. So he's like, we're going to watch it tonight. I'm like, okay, sure. Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, what's, what's next for you? So All Night, Don't Stop, Mm. off of her album, Demita Joe, 2004. Janet knows how to put together a solid dance album. And all her albums really are like that. But this one in particular is all about the club. Mm -hmm. Janet stated herself that she wanted wanted to to put together a hard-hitting dance music album. So she Mm -hmm. sought out several producers in addition to Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, she got Dallas Austin, Scott, Scor- Scott Storch, Telepop Music, and Kanye West. West was also a producer. I didn't know Telepop Music was on here. That's great. Yeah, it's a really good album. Oh it's gosh. probably... So she calls Demita Joe her more aggressive persona. Mm-hmm. Jan is very shy and sweet. And Demita is her don't F with me side. Okay. Sexy album full of sexy songs. And 
probably, I think, her most underrated album, although she did receive several accolades for it. These songs were not getting played on the radio, which was really rare for Janet. And she was barred from the Grammys and the Video Music Awards, which, okay. And it was all because of the, she was blacklisted because of the Super Bowl incident. And it really hurt her and it hurt the album. And I was extremely annoyed and I still am. That's how that whole thing was handled. And there wasn't even a nipple though. That was the best part. Like, didn't it show like a star or something? Like, wasn't (sighs) there like just like a, a pasty or whatever? Like, wasn't it covered? It was ridiculous. I am forever team Janet and screw oh, all of you. No, th- like, and the fact, oh, this is the reason why, one of the many reasons why, but a huge reason why I just don't enjoy Justin Timberlake. It was just ridiculous. How could you ban her? Like, you're, like you he's can't go to even, the Grammys? He's not even really? talented. It's not even one tenth. And then you can But go, he oh, went, yeah. he went. <laughs> it's BS though, but he can have a song called Dick in a Box. Sure. Okay. <laughs> like you can you can sit on SNL all day long and talk about Dick in a Box and it's a spoof and it's so funny and oh yeah, women love that gift. Sure, but like it's just oh the sexism. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. It's awful. It really did. It really hurt um this album and yeah. it hurt Janet tremendously and. But with that said, it was extremely popular in the gay clubs. I, I should know because I went to several of them with my best friend at the time, he, which also he also loves Janet. The clubs didn't abandon her. And I think that that's amazing. I'm obsessed with this particular track. Yeah. I love to dance. The video is hot. Go on YouTube and watch it. Um, choreo- chore- chore- the choreography was done by Gil Dudaleo and her dancers are amazing. Love, 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 love. Sending people to YouTube again. I have to send you to YouTube because (laughs) about Janet, I have to because the videos are so important. Cute. The videos are important. What about you? Um, my last pick is Off the Wall, nineteen seventy nine. Yeah. Um, All Music states this was a visionary album, a record that found a way to break disco wide open into a new world where the beat was undeniable but not the primary focus. It was a part of a colorful tapestry of lush ballads and strings, smooth soul and pop, soft rock, and alluring funk. Um, And actually, Pitchfork uh, rated it on the reissue, 10 out of 10, obviously, saying that um, Off the Wall is is the sound of that liberation, and he knew exactly what he was doing. Just as the album was starting to take off, Michael wrote a note to himself on the back of a tour itinerary, a proclamation so self of self so ambitious it would make Kanye blush. MJ will be my new name, no more Michael Jackson. I want a whole new character, a whole new look. I should be a totally different person. People should never think of me as the kid who sang ABC and I want you back, he jotted down. I should be a new incredible actor, singer, dancer that will shock the world. I will do no interviews. Which, side note, this is very interesting, you know. Um, I will be magic. I will be a perfectionist, a researcher, a trainer, a master. I will study and look back on the whole world of entertainment and perfect it. Um, So sadly, I think this is where, like, his isolation growing up as a child performer and as a perfectionist and as, like, a drill sergeant for a father, basically, um, and not wanting to do interviews has also impacted him with the tabloids. And that's yeah. what the early records I mentioned were kind of battling with that in the lyrics and stuff. And um, it was it was very interesting. He was misunderstood a lot. And I think that he was misunderstood because he was like, let's face it, he was a weird person. You're not that talented growing up under those circumstances and come out normal. You're just not yeah. like, yeah, it's a weird experiment, you know, and I, I just feel bad. But the songs on here um, that I love are Don't Stop Till You Get Enough, Rock With You, Working Night and Day, which is such a great song. And it's such a good <sighs> song to play into the weekend. You know, like it's yeah. Friday. You're like, I'm tired, but I have these plans. And you put this on and you're like, okay, this is why I have to go out because I've busted my butt. And now I got to do something about it. Um, get on the floor, off the wall, and she's out of my life. Oh. <sighs> such good songs oh, oh i love the moms i love that album it is so good and he's so, so cute on it too <laughs> he was so cute <sighs> okay honorable mentions mills what's up 
Okay. I have a lot. And No worries. I, I promise I did try to narrow it down, but it was really difficult because the discography of these two is insane. But first up, The Pleasure Principle, of course, off of Control, 1986, my favorite Janet song for sure. So Much Better, off Discipline, 2008, the best dance track, club track. Jermaine Dupri was the producer, writer. It's just sick. And it's a solid album, too. Feedback is a good song. Right. Rock With You is a good song. The one with Missy Elliott is a really good song. Yes. Love that album. Would You Mind from All For You, 2001. I had a very embarrassing incident with this song. I was at work. My first job, I was a portrait studio photographer. I've talked about it. And I probably should not have been playing it. But hey, it was the night shift. No one was there. And I was about to close anyway. And I had I just bought the All For You CD. And I played this song. It was, I mean, it just played. The song came out and the one of the guys that worked for electronics passed by and said to me, I love this song. <laughs> like you Ew. got good taste. I'm like, my cheeks were totally red. I'm like, thankfully, like it was before she um, has that simulated orgasm at the end. I died. I avoided him forever. Oh, yeah, that's weird. That's gross, It's but... so weird, but it is a good song. Yeah. Um, Nasty off of control. 1986. Nasty boys don't mean a thing. And they, and they don't ever change it. Thank you, Janet. Like yeah. Janet says, drop them, ignore them, don't respond. I got, yeah, this song is insane. The beats mm -hmm. are ridiculous. Choreo by Miss Paula Abdul. Mm -hmm. So good. And Janet is basically educating us on staying away from these boys. I have to say, I've, I've, have you had major incidents with nasty boys? I haven't. Like, I've been very lucky. I have no. to say, like, my spirit guides... They're very good be. at keeping knuckleheads away from me. Knuckleheads. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh like, God. oh, wait. Oh, he's lame? Oh, we're cutting off access. That's it. You know, it's over. <laughs> you know what it was? I think I did have some sort of protection. Men just completely avoided me. If they did come up to me, I knew there was something, like, not right with them. So, like, honestly, <laughs> people don't believe me when I say this, but I think... I think my energy just scares a lot of men away, which is, I, it's fine. I'll, I'll take it. I'll which take it. you have to love the one that has the courage to approach you though. Okay. Really that's... though? Really? No, you I do. You do. I... I give off such a, like, I personally give off such a do not talk to me face. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. you I'm... have to have you have to have some balls to come and approach me you have no, to you 100%, have to percent a hundred percent but at the same time it's like the what when i tell you the people that did come up to approach me you're gonna understand why and i won't say it i'm gonna be nice i won't say it on, on here <laughs> i'm gonna be a nice woman but no i was not into it and they were annoying and i was like is this seriously who's into me i was actually insulted it was very insulting I was questioning everything when when people would randomly come up to me. I'd be like, "Really? Like th this? Really? Like not that I think I'm like a supermodel, but like for real? Like I was so confused." No, it, I, it was I've, very I've, humbling. It was very, very humbling. So I was yeah. very lucky. I didn't really have um, growing up. I, to be honest, I really didn't have. A lot of boyfriends anyway like yes, i mean you call yeah. boyfriend like what you date like you probably dated him for a month <laughs> <laughs> um someone to call my lover <laughs> from all for you this is such a cute song it's sweet it's playful i love the sample from america's ventura highway maybe we'll meet at a bar he'll drive a funky car <laughs> like it's so cute i do love that it's, it's so, nice. so cute it's cute, cute. Mm -hmm. um Anytime, any place off the Janet, 19, oh, 1993. I'm obsessed with Quiet Storm, Janet. Yeah. I love her Quiet Storm. Can I love I just, her her, her slow, beautiful love songs. Thank They're you great. for reminding me about the Quiet Storm. I used to love the Quiet Storm. <laughs> I was obsessed with the Quiet Storm. Yes. I love Quiet yes. To this day, I still love some Quiet you, Storm. Okay, did your DJ during quiet storm hour started off with like it was freddie cruz no no rain and like uh thunder. rain yes rain, rain and thunder, thunder. Okay, that was the intro for you too okay great that, that was, was the intro great. the dj was freddie cruz and he had like the best dj radio voice, voice? radio voice i love sick. it sick i love so it sick 
Another for the Quiet Storm is Come Back to Me off of Janet Jackson's Rhythm Nation, 1814, released in 1989. I love her, her like sweet songs. Let's Wait a While from Control. I love the video. Um, this actor, Ty Mac from The Last Dragon. Do you remember The Last Dragon? Like, Kiss My Converse. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> the I Last know. Dragon, the, the, the Kung Fu movie. No. Oh, you have to watch. Okay, no, 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 no. Rewind, rewind to 1984 and go see The Last Dragon. <laughs> it's so good. Really? It's so good. It's adorable. It's okay. called The Last Dragon. It's He's a um, karate, like, genius, um, kind of obsessed with Bruce Lee. Oh. Like, filmed in Brooklyn, I think. And the soundtrack, actually, I think Quincy Jones did the soundtrack. It's incredible soundtrack. Really good, iconic. You've probably seen it and you forgot. Like you just I mean maybe, maybe. I'm giving you homework. Go see this. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so uh, he's like pretty much in the in the video, he wants to have sex and she's telling him, dude, you need to wait. I'll be worth the wait. Aww. Her voice is beautiful here. Tonight's the night off the Velvet Rope, 1997 is her cover of Rod Stewart's hit. Mm-hmm. Love Would Never Do Without You from Janet Jackson's Rhythm Nation 1814. I love, love this song. It's so beautiful. Song. I love this song. The video. I she love, looks beautiful. Yeah, she does. I love this song so much. It's so good. And honestly, like, so this is something that I find interesting with Michael's music is sometimes he, okay, and you can. Like, I want to have a conversation about this with you because don't you feel sometimes his music is just like slightly overproduced? Like it slightly falls in, like it leans into the trends too much. Here's the thing. Um, I do. But like, to me, there's no one like Michael. Like it does, it, it can, but he doesn't sound like anybody else. So See, I think he, like, no matter how overly produced he is, he still stands apart. But in I my preference, like, like yeah. if I had to choose between them, I'm always going to pick Janet. I think well, Janet's better thing. than Michael. And that's like a controversy. That's a hot take. You know, we love a hot take here. Well, it is a hot take, but I'm, I'm going to say this though. Uh, I prefer Michael's. I feel like Michael's songs, like Stranger in Moscow, Man in the Mirror, um, like earth song those songs are much more quote-unquote classic and they have more longevity and they still sound fresh whereas sometimes like you're like oh this was a song from the 80s like i can tell do you know what i mean like yeah like i can whereas even with janet her music is a little like most of her music again um love will never do it's not so stuck in a time period no, I think it's great. You know it's, what I mean? It, like, it, yeah, I agree. I think yeah. I think that would be a hit right now. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Like even when you mentioned um anytime, any place, like again, like nasty these I just feel like she's a bit more sonically timeless than Michael. Michael, yeah. I love his music, but sometimes it's just like a little bit too like, okay you know, this is trendy right now, or let's do this. I think he really enjoyed cutting edge. I think he was yeah. really, really into like, let's do this. Let's try this. So like, and that's cool. But sometimes I just want to hear the beauty of his voice <laughs> and not all the other stuff, you know? All right. I yeah. get that. So yeah. I think, I think that's where I side with you, where Janet is a bit more successful and sounding like timeless. Janet, is very good at reinventing herself. I think Janet is different in every album. Right. Whereas Michael, he's very steady in terms of how this is what he does and he's great at it and this is who he is yes, and this is his appearance, Michael. right? Yeah, his, he's he's Michael. always going to be Michael. Right. Right. And Janet, in, in all her albums, she looks different in all of them. She dresses different in all, and, and that's kind of her similar... I mean, to me, I if I had to pick, I would pick Janet Jackson over Madonna. I straight up will say that because, but like mm-hmm. Madonna, she has different personas too in every album. She does, she does, she could change it up. Yeah, and I think, I think as an artist, sometimes it can go either way, right? Because we've talked about this with other musical groups, where, like for example, the last um, time we recorded, we talked about the Kings of Leon and how they've been exploring different sounds or. Um, and sometimes, especially I think if you are, um, if you are uh, like a solo artist, you can explore those different avenues of yourself and it does give you more freedom or even in a band, I can't just limit it to just single artists, but, um, 
Yeah, I think you're right. Michael just kind of is strong. Like he'll he'll test out new maybe techniques or new sounds, but he's Michael. He can't get away from Michael. Right. Yeah. 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 So I want you off of Demita Joe 2004. Really, really sexy slow song. Um, what have you done for me lately? Control. This, song. this. I mean, this. Song. That's the question, isn't it? This song. What, ha- what have you done for me lately? You know, I still <laughs> sing this. I catch myself singing this all the time. That beat, though, is ridiculous. Chef kiss. Yeah. To that beat. Yeah. It's. Oh. God, I love so this good. Song. God, I love her. So good. So good. So 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 good. Yeah. Um. What about? Off the Velvet Rope, 1997, about confronting an abusive lover. Mm-hmm. Miss You Much. Remember this one? That's a, this is a really, Miss You Much is a really cute song off yeah. of Rhythm Nation. Yeah. Um, all For You, off the All For You um, album, 2001. And I'm going to end with Control because I think mm-hmm. you got to end it with Control. I mean, this, this album to me is incredible. Yeah. Incredible and... If you thought she was just Michael's little sister, you were you were so freaking wrong. Kind of shot her right right through space. Like I mean, it, it's it's a crazy album, and I'm I was actually listening to the entire thing, and I'm like, damn, it's so ahead of its time. Yeah, what a good album. Yeah, it's just amazing, incredible. Yeah. What about you? My first picks are off of Thriller again from 1982. Want to be starting something. Thriller. Yes! I love this song so much. It's like this record is so good. And this is kind of the interesting thing is when, like, for example, this record, again, I like Want to be starting something, Thriller, Beat It, Human Nature, Pretty Young Thing, and The Lady in My Life. Would you have ever thought in your freaking life that 1982 Human Nature, like, would be on Thriller? No. Isn't that insanely ahead of its time? I, you know that that's the one song that I think stands apart from all his other ones. Oh I really think that is such a special song. It's And I don't, I mean it like, and I know people don't like to use the word special, but it really is special. Like it's, 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 it's it's so different from everything that he does. But that's what and to this of... day we still love it. Like it's it's so crazy to me. Like but, it's, but like it just for me it's insane because it even off of this take this record it's a departure. It is a full is. on departure, full on departure from the record. And I was like, from all of it, from yes. everything he's done, it's yes. so crazy. But it's yeah. I think across his discography he has again songs like Human Nature and Man in Moscow. He has these like really interesting timeless modern ballads where it's like you're on a journey like it's emo it's emotionally too much for me like I always get chills <laughs> every time yeah. it's like it's yeah. the first time I'm hearing it every single time that's why he was so famous that's why people fainted I mean there's a lot of frenzy going on too don't get me wrong but like yeah I mean I can't believe human nature is on the thriller album like I can't believe it it's but such a perfect song. It really, it really is. is. It it's truly so perfect. is. Yeah. Uh, next up is 1991's Dangerous. Uh, my favorite songs off of this record are Jam, In the Closet, Remember the Time, which this music video was so expensive for its time. And it had Eddie Murphy and it had Iman starring as like the Pharaoh and oh, like, so good. you know, um, the Pharaohs and they looked gorgeous and it also had black or white, which I remember that music video had um, Macaulay Culkin, which also is kind of like, why are you friends with a child? But whatever. Um, yeah, <laughs> no. So weird. Uh, it had Who Is It and Dangerous, which is another like track off of this record. But Remember the Time is just so romantic. Oh, it's so romantic. I love this song so much. Yeah. And I like it. It's like a fun R&B. It's just... Mm. makes me sad though a little bit like who are we gonna have that's gonna be like michael you know no i think that's done i have to tell you i think that's over really i think we don't have that anymore i think you see glimpses of that in Mm -hmm. Mm k-pop but it's 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 not real 
I, I, I honestly, no offense to K-pop. I'm sure like, hey, good performers, good dancers, good songs, I'm sure. I feel so there's bad for nothing, them. So there's intense. nothing like this. It's, yeah. it's nothing like this. I think that concept of the icon is really, really rare and only certain artists have it. Makes me like, sad. I mean, we see it with Beyonce, but not even. I got to tell you, not even. And because we, in music, I think, maybe it's maybe it's me like maybe it's us like in terms of that the older we get we I just kind of don't understand why more and more mediocrity is accepted yeah I don't you know but you know what I honestly I do have hope I used to not have hope Millie and I have it like because okay Beyonce is kind of like there are some top performers she's not Michael she's not no, Michael she's not Michael but she's she doesn't have to be she doesn't have to be yeah. like don't get me wrong yeah, but she's, she, she's no her. is she Michael no no I know but I feel like I feel like she's her and she's doing her own thing and and I think that like yeah she's a whole nother category of but she's the yeah. person that I can closely because she's not because I honestly I love Janet's music but Beyonce is is able to handle the crowd whereas Janet was not comfortable which I get I wouldn't be comfortable either but I feel like they're two different types of artists you know so you can't really compare Janet and Beyonce. You can compare Michael and Beyonce, though, because I feel like they're at the same level regards mm. to popularity, regards to the frenzy that they create with people like Rihanna. But I feel like, again, even Beyonce is like a little bit. A little bit different than Rihanna. Yeah. Yeah. But it yeah. just it, I feel I feel like there's hope for the future in terms of because um, everything's cyclical, right? We have I think to. so. I think so. We have to have something. But I think there there was sad. something. I I don't know. I think there's something in the water now. Maybe that we're yeah. just not. Um. Maybe we we have too much access. I I don't know. I don't know. Like I think when I was a teen and an album dropped, it was oh, a really that's big right. deal. That's right. You're right. It you was know a what? really big deal. It was, it was a huge deal. I'm a fan of rap, so like I love Wu Tang Clan, and I yeah. remember. My friends getting together when Old Dirty Bastard dropped mm -hmm. his solo. album, mm -hmm. yeah, his solo, mm -hmm. and um, oh, baby, I like it raw. I love that. shimmy, 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 shimmy yeah. yeah, came out, and people would replay the song and replay the song and replay. You, you don't have the you didn't have the access. You had to physically hit repeat, and it's yeah. kind of like that experience is gone now. You know what I think it is? We have a lot of channels for uh, music, which is good and bad. Um, but it is, it is interesting. I don't know. It is, it is really, really like, it is interesting. Yeah. It's, it's, it's good because different. more. It's not bad. I mean, I, I yeah. don't think it's bad or good. It's just different. It and, is very different. And good for us that we got to experience what we, you know, based on our age, like we've got to experience what we were able to experience in music when we were growing up. Yeah. And now, and we're able to enjoy both because obviously, you know, we don't have our heads stuck in the sand. We like new stuff and yeah. that's great. Yeah. You know, but we still, we, we know the difference. Like, let's say, you know, you had to be exceptional. Yeah, that's true. And now I don't think it's the case so much anymore. It's just different. It's, it's just different. different. Yeah. yeah. The next album is 2001's Invincible. This is I think again this just reminds me of that time and what was sonically going on at that time um you rock my world is such a great song unbreakable break of dawn and butterflies butterflies is another beautiful light happy song it's just gorgeous and I love it and it makes me smile and it honestly gives me butterflies when I hear it I love it so much <laughs> it's such a sweet <laughs> song it's so cute and it's funny because sometimes I didn't realize all the songs I sing in my head that are from the Jacksons that I don't connect like because I don't listen to them every day but this chorus of this song butterflies is I would sing it just to myself randomly not even knowing that I was singing the song it was so weird it's just so weird how like they just infiltrate it's it's crazy yeah um next is 2014's escape 
And I have two that I love on here. Love, love Never Felt So Good and A Place With No Name. And last but not least is uh, 1997's Blood on the Dance Floor, which the title oh. track to that, I love that song. Oh, good. So good. It is so good. Like, I just, again, just chills. Like, just, it's just interesting. Mm-hmm. It is so interesting. But yeah, that's, that's my, it's my list. Oh, this is going to be good. We it have is, two I artists. Two icons, one iconic playlist, y'all. This is going to be good. Yeah. Oh, gosh. What'd you listen to today? Um, I've been listening to uh, classical, particularly gothic classical, particularly um, Michael Kiwanuka. Ooh. Yeah. uh, Michael Kiwanuka. Actually, sorry. He's, that's jazz. Um. He's like a soul jazz person, but I've been listening to, where is this? Gosh, now it's all just like Michael because I was looking stuff up. But um, there is a musician who did the soundtrack for Penny Dreadful, and it was really, really good. Oh, I love that show so much. Let me see, Dreadful. Big fan of Penny Dreadful. Abel Korzynowski? Korzynowski? Good score. Really good score. Beautiful score. Like... The Melting Waltz and Ghost Waltz, 10 out of 10. <laughs> so good. Yeah. So good. Yeah, what it's a really good you? show. The last song was Sugar Water from Flower Face, um, indie artist, mm. which I just discovered. Nice. I love that. <laughs> and thank you guys for making Songs We Hate our most listened to episode. <laughs> thank you. Really? Thank you for your patience. No, the audio was bad. I'm the culprit. My Wi-Fi decided to take a dive and now it's better but um it's our most listened to episode really it's got the most hits yeah and i'll say i'll take it back i take back the thong song why i take back that good no 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 no, because it's it's actually pretty good i was listening to it it's actually pretty good i'll put one there it is in its place (laughs) don't put that song in there actually speaking of which you know how I was completely just saying how much I don't like um, Taylor Swift's records? That got a lot of traction. A lot of people were messaging me either for or against, which was so funny. Really? Yes. So I had a lot of people in my life that were like, how dare you? I thought I loved you. I thought you were a good <laughs> oh, person. God. And other people were like, yeah, me neither. I can't stand her. <laughs> like, well, it's very, she's very polarizing. Um but it's, also, it's really yeah it's weird it's weird like i mean i have a story because i was in class and remember i told you in javier's class we um don't we listen to like a community playlist yeah and i have punched up that playlist with 60 songs to make the kids learn okay number one number two um one of the students put on a song and i started singing along to the song and i'm like oh god wait I think this is a Taylor Swift song, and it was, <gasps> and it was. And you Which know what one? It was? Back to December, one of her good ones. I don't care. It was a good song. No, they're not. They're not all bad. They're, they're not all. That bad. was a good one, and it was her older. It's older, and it's so good, and it's sweet. No, uh, she has. She, I'll give her that. She has a lot of sweet songs. <laughs> I immediately. I like. My I sister, mean, and I was. Like, I'll be honest. Yeah. I people would. I mean. Maybe I'll get haters because I, I like Selena Gomez. I have a couple of Selena Gomez songs on, on my phone. No, I literally, I texted my sister and I was like, guess what I like? <laughs> she's like, <laughs> was, she, was she like, great? Yeah, she's like, are you serious? I told you. We got her. We I finally know. got her. I'm like, but the only one song, baby, only one song. And it's back to December and I will belt it at the top of my lungs because it's a good Aww. one. Well, good, good. Yeah, have See? you have you been in like have you seen the Selena and and Haley drama? What is happening? Can you? I mean, can you go to TikTok? World? Like, can you go to like we don't want to know anything about this, but can you go to TikTok and and not know what's going on? Because oh. like the moment that you get on there, it's everything I see. Of course, I am Teen Selena. Oh, of course. No, of course. I love, okay, first of all, Only Murders in the Building. Love it. Rare it's beauty, so great. It's it. so great. Love yeah. her makeup. Love, love her. her makeup. I love her songs. I think she's handling this really, really well. And yeah. 
I will have to, I have to say this, Justin's being very quiet and that is very telling. Like Selena has so many amazing things going for her that neither of the other two do. Like she has a show, she has makeup, she has music. Like, you know, she has that cute cooking show. Like, Oh, I, just, I love the okay. I love the cooking show. I, I love, love the cooking, cooking show. show. My favorite episode was with uh, Jose and Andres, Andres and just my favorite chef ever. He's amazing. I love him. I told Chris when we were watching. I'm like, I'm like, I'm Millie, obsessed. Millie is a, yeah. I told him. I was like, I'm she's obsessed. obsessed. Yeah. He's a hero. He's he just a hero. a hero, and he's so kind. He's just so funny. <sighs> and but, his yeah. restaurants are good. I could confirm. I've been to two of them, and. We have he's, one here. His restaurants are incredible. His food is incredible. Okay. It's not hype. It's not. Don't believe the hype because yeah. it is good. Because we have like something here. It's like a surf and turf or whatever. But I just don't like the love songs that's written about him. I'm like, no, you know what? I because <laughs> like, you know what? We're going to chalk it up to this. It can make her money. That's why she wrote them. That's yeah. why. That's yeah. why. Yeah. And they're good. She's really good. I can't, I think can't keep my hands to myself. I think that's such an adorable yeah, that song. Yeah, a cute song. That and good for song. you. I love cute. A good for you. I love the video. She looks absolutely stunning. She doesn't she's, have to be a she's model. Pretty. She's gorgeous. Yeah, I'm just of that mindset. If you're that quick to leave, then this is not the same. Um, it. my same thing it. is, why aren't you shutting this shit down? It, that says a lot. Oh, your songs are not that good. So stop. Actually, actually, this is where I have to admit there's that one record. He caught me. He freaking got me. I love. No, I've record. never been a believer. No. A believe. Oh, a believer. No, we're not going that far. I'm not a believer. But I do enjoy. And he canceled his tour, which is crazy. Um, that's like, let me see his record. Where is it? Now I'm now I'm obsessed. It was Oh, I'll say he has a track with Thames, but I love Thames. He has one track with Thames that's pretty good that he released not too long ago. Is it believe? But... No. No, is no, it no. Purpose? No. Not changes. Maybe it's purpose. It's actually Thames song. It's not it's not his song. Let's see. Now I'm so confused. This kid has like fifty thousand. How? Do you just like live in the studio? I don't understand. Oh, was it? No, not changes. You well, can he was really young. Out, like, he he was know. really young. Oh my God! Yes, it's it's purpose from 2015. That song, "What Do You Mean?" I absolutely love it. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, and where are you now? Even though I don't like Skrillex or Diplo, but here we are. I love that <laughs> song so much. Oh, it's so good. Oh, it's so freaking good. I think that's it. I have two songs for him. That's it. That's all I have. No, I don't have. I don't have any to give you. I really don't. That's all I have. I mean, if it's a bop, it's a bop, honey. Listen, I, I could give you. I could give you a few Selenas. I'll give you a few Selenas. But <laughs> but do you know what's sad is I don't even know like a Selena song. That's the same thing that happened to me right now with Taylor Swift. Like I'm like, oh, back to December, and I'm like, wait a minute, she sounds familiar. Uh, no yeah well, they just have to play it and then you'll like be like yeah, oh i remember I this yeah because they're also played everywhere yeah All right. <laughs> team selena guys team <laughs> selena team us forget them yeah team us team, team us anyway thanks again for spending time with us on this episode we look forward to hearing your thoughts and requests feel free to reach out to us via our twitter tiktok or instagram see you next week